Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 1 Corinthians chapter 11 for Tuesday, July 29th. Follow my example, as I follow the example of Christ. I praise you for remembering me in everything, and for holding to the teachings just as I pass them on to you. Now I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. And every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. It is just as though her head were shaved. If a woman does not cover her head, she should have her hair cut off. And if it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut or shaved off, she should cover her head. A man ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. For this reason, and because of the angels, the woman ought to have a sign of authority on her head. In the Lord, however, a woman is not independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. For as woman came from man, so also man is born of woman. But everything comes from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not the very nature of things teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him? But that if a woman has long hair, it is her glory? For long hair is given to her as a covering. If anyone wants to be contentious about this, we have no other practice, nor do the churches of God. In the following directives, I have no praise for you, for your meetings do more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you and to some extent I believe it. No doubt there have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. When you come together, is it not the Lord's Supper you eat? For as you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry, another gets drunk. Don't you have homes to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you for this? Certainly not, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we judged ourselves, we would not come under judgment. When we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined, so that we will not be condemned with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for each other. If anyone is hungry, he should eat at home, so that when you meet together it may not result in judgment. And when I come, I will give further directions. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 So in this chapter it talks about women covering their heads, Men having their heads uncovered, whether or not 
it is a disgrace for a woman to have her head shaved. And some things that I, I'm kind of confused about as far as in verse 10, for this reason and because of the angels, the woman ought to have a sign of authority on her head. I have no idea what that means. Because of the angels? Or that a woman having her head covered is a sign of authority. I don't know what that means either. And in the current day, this may be just me, but I don't find it disgraceful for a woman to have her hair cut or shaved off. I imagine there are some women who would find that disgraceful or would be ashamed of it. But there are some men who would find it disgraceful to have their hair shaved off, so... I don't know how, how much of this is really an opinion, a style preference, or how much of it is, is really a, an edict being passed down from God. It's, it's talking about, in verse 16, if anyone wants to be contentious about this, we have no other practice, nor do the churches of, churches of God. So he's talking about the practice of the churches of God. Yeah, so, I don't know. And then, and then it talks about uh, these meals that they eat together, the Lord's Supper. It seems like when they do the Lord's Supper in the early church that they're actually eating a meal. Whereas when, uh, in the churches that I've been to, the Lord's Supper were eating a fragment of a cracker and a tablespoon of grape juice. Not really something that we would uh, consider a meal, except in a symbolic sort of way. But um, these people were being very inconsiderate of each, of each other and, and eating before other people could eat. Some people were going hungry and others were becoming drunk. Oh yes, in verse 21. For as you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry, another gets drunk. So it's really an illustration of uh, people in this church having a lack of consideration for each other, a lack of self-control. And that doesn't sound anything like the fruit of the Spirit. That makes sense to me, that he would be reprimanding them for that. As far as propriety in worship, it seems like Paul really wants women to have uh, their heads covered uh, with something, perhaps a hat or some sort of a cloth. Um, and I really don't understand what the angels have to do with it. I would actually like to learn uh, how, how to interpret this particular passage. There may be some historical background that I could uh, benefit from. But as I read this, it's not something that I feel passionate about or, you know, that I see it as disgraceful if a woman has her head uncovered or, or if she has her head covered. It doesn't really enter into my mind as a, as a distraction or a problem, but uh, it is interesting. It does make me curious. Thank you for listening to The Voice.